You are listening to Club Elevate on Area 3000 Radio. Club Elevate pays respects to the traditional owners of the land that this is being broadcasted on in Nam. The show and its guests pay respect to the Wurundjeri people, elders past and present. Welcome back to another episode of Club Elevate here on NAM's very own Area 3000 Radio. I am your host, Ricky Nord. Happy Friday. Hope you're all feeling as good as I am. We have another ripping show on the cards today after what was a massive one last month with Tread. You can always go back and listen to these on SoundCloud or Spotify going to start by thanking you all for getting in touch with the show and sending through your music get in touch with me on instagram at ricky underscore nord or as some of you have done sent through music to the club elevate email which is contact at club elevate.net yes we have an email and it feels pretty cool. And I've been receiving uh, receiving a truckload of music. And I appreciate each and every one of you who takes the time to send some stuff through. I'm doing my best to listen to it all and hopefully feature it on the show. Without further ado, though, let's get on to track of the month. Track of the month for this month was super hard to pick. They always are, but... Particularly this month, I had heaps of good submissions from various people, both artists, non-artists. I had people sending me their own demos. Uh, It's been great. I cannot thank you all enough. Special mention goes to Charlie Crozier, who submitted a track called Venture by Amazing Blaze. Amazing Blaze, I'm pretty sure he's like 20, maybe 21 now. Uh, he's from Russia. He's uh, he's killing it over there. He's he's produced uh, heaps of tracks that have come out on some pretty big labels. But this track was pretty stiff not to get track of the month. You'll hear it in the mix that I play alongside our guest. But track of the month was submitted by the guest herself. The track is called Like We Used To by Frank. He is a Scottish DJ and producer who produced this track as part of his Like We Used To four track EP back in May of 2021. Track has elements of 90s techno combined with this ongoing acidic melody. Oh, this beat really gets you moving. It had the guest and I bouncing around the studio when we played it. Massive congrats to Frank. Hopefully we can get him out to Oz one day. He's definitely one to watch. I have a number of his tracks on my USB. Let's get onto the chat with our guest. It was so much fun. We got to record it in the new studio, which the queen of Area 3000, Cindy, was able to secure. It's great to catch up with her in the studio. There's heaps happening there. It's gonna be awesome. And I hope that you all enjoy this chat as much as I did because it was heaps of fun catching up with a good old friend. Club Elevate's guest for this week. We are heading back to our local scene because our guest is a NAM-based artist who is the curator of in-house radio, which was born during lockdowns and has showcased a number of talented artists on it, bringing together music and video from within the home. 
Our guest and her musical talent brings uncontrollable enthusiasm and infectious energy to her sets, which combined with hard-hitting techno, house and rave, has dance floors absolutely pumping when she is in command. She played a huge set on main stage at Let The Meat Kank, amongst many other massive gigs, including closing Lost Sundays in Eora slash Sydney most recently. Alongside all of this, she has recently launched a new event series, Hyper Hype, which is carefully curated by our guest herself. It is my absolute pleasure to welcome my good friend, Bella Claxton, to Club Elevate. Mr. Nord, thank you for having me. <laughs> How are things going on your end? Good, good. It's been busy, but it's been a really good start to the year. For yeah, sure. it's been super busy. It's flat out. Um, you've got a lot happening in your life. You've just moved into a new place. I have. Which is exciting. We live in the same suburb, so that's... Pretty much neighbours now, which is good. Yep, yep, which is heaps of fun. We are just out checking it out then. Beautiful house. And also on the music front, you've just come back from Sydney. Yes, I closed Lost Sundays three days ago now. Three days ago. So yeah. that was um, that was awesome. Definitely one of my favourite gigs for sure. Mm, just, it looked amazing. Yeah. You? I guess we can just, we'll, we'll chat about it now. I was going to include it later on in the show, but the energy in the room, it looked unbelievable. Yeah, I think um, the way the room's laid out, like all the different layers like there's people behind you there's people to the side there's podiums there's kind of like steps along the edge there's a balcony there's just people everywhere so it feels really um cozy yeah and i feel like there's everyone's just on top of each other going nuts so yeah. it makes the room look even more energetic which is really cool and um yeah i think just played to the crowd and everyone was really liked it so it looked Super amazing. What what's the venue called? Uh, it's called the Ivy. The Ivy. Okay. So it's um yeah, I think it's it used to be like a big like gay club and there's like pools on the roof. Like there's wow. I think it's like yeah, the where Lost Sundays is isn't I think there's like three levels or something. So Lost Sundays is like the first two levels and then I think there's like pools on the roof. Like it's this huge like venue in Sydney and um yeah, they take over it every Sunday, so it's sick. a sick, it's a sick place. Yeah, I'd love to get up and play there one day, maybe, we'll see. Get yeah. on the plane. <laughs> um, we're actually in the studio, uh, everyone listening at home. We are in the studio. Big thank you to Cindy for allowing us to come around. It's cool, it's got a nice vibe to it. It's at Revolver Lane, shout out to them. Uh, but let's talk about you, how we met. I like to paint a picture <laughs> to our audience of how I met the guest and some I've met some I've not but we met do you actually remember when we met was it at the was it at my place or was it at the gasso yeah yeah it was, at no, your it wasn't place. my place yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at um for in-house radio yeah um we'll talk about in-house radio now actually so uh I mentioned it in the intro that was born during lockdowns it can was, you yeah. for those that don't know what that is or didn't know how it was born or came about do you want to give us a bit of an understanding of what that is and how it came about. Basically, I just moved to Melbourne at, in March 2020. So that was just before lockdown kicked off and I had had a couple gigs and I wanted to continue to DJ in Melbourne, but obviously had nowhere to play. And um, I was like doing some guest mixes and um, 
I was also working from home and was watching like Hall Berlin and like all the boiler rooms in isolation. And I was like, oh, I've got a really cool place in Hawthorne with a view. It'd be really sick if I could do what I'm watching on YouTube, like in my own place with all my own friends doing mixes. Like if like I'm keen to do mixes, I'm sure so many other people, you know, at that time were so keen to do mixes as well and do videos because there was just no gigs going around during ISO. So I just, it was, it was just kind of like an ISO passion project and I just started up just DM'd a bunch of people that I liked, <laughs> just literally just like firing shots out everywhere. And um, yeah, anyone that was keen to do it, I got them on. And uh, yeah, that's how I met you, you lovely boys, the lovely <laughs> Gold House boys. Uh, it was fun. That was great. The cops got called actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how many times did the cops get called throughout the series? <sighs> There's a few, wasn't there? I definitely got a, like some noise complaints from Body Corp, but I think that was the only time the cops actually <laughs> arrived. So I messaged, I don't know. That was so funny. I think I messaged you, I think I was messaging Larry and he was like, oh, I want to do a back-to-back with, um, with Harry. <laughs> 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 and um, yeah, so the gold, gold house boys came around. We had a couple goats yeah, on the balcony. Goats. Yeah, yeah, that was great. <laughs> and um, yeah, we had a bit of a party for an hour and a half. Yeah, so it was fun. fun. That was good. It was like gorgeous day too. Yeah. Down over the city. Was, I think it was like when we could just start having like two guests yeah. over, or like two people. Or so. so yeah, it was um, exciting times. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take listeners back and I do it with every guest and there are a lot of Bella Claxton fans out there including myself so what got you into dance music? Um, I've always loved dance music. Mum got me into dance music I would say. She'd have these like wild FM central station CDs in a you know Ford, <laughs> Ford Falcon back in the day and like <laughs> On the way to school, we'd be listening to like Prodigy and you know all those old like hard house tracks. She was like loved the gym, so it's like all that like real gym like hard yeah, house yeah. music. So always loved that. And then um, I it actually started at Kickons. Some of my friends had decks, and um, I started playing there, and um, I really liked it. And ended up buying my own decks, and then I got a residency at a local like bar in Aubrey, so I'd play like six hour sets on a Friday, Wow. six hour sets on a Saturday, just playing like um, like Disclosure and Flume and kind of just like, uh, you know Coeo, Toy Tonics, so like the label, like just really cool like jazz house music and that's kind of where I picked up the skills of DJing, just playing those like extended sets and just digging for music and yeah I kind of got obsessed with it and then you go to Europe and you listen to you know just the best DJs in the world for months and months and months and just got hooked and then when I came back to Melbourne oh sorry when I moved to Melbourne came back to Australia and moved to Melbourne I just really wanted to keep playing and my friends um like Abe Spargo um he was playing Shout out Flip Floppin'. Yeah. He was um, <laughs> he was doing some gigs with Palace Tracks and I was like, oh, I, re- I think he yeah, booked me for a gig and I really wanted to keep DJing in Melbourne. I think that was when I first heard of you. Yeah, so he um, 
he got me to do a Palace Tracks mix. Yeah, and then okay. Walter from Novel heard my Palace Tracks mix. Yeah, some good ears. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, I got booked for like one of their first gigs out of lockdown. Yeah, oh, the sit down event. The sit down event yeah. at the third day. Yeah, and right. um, I was like, sent an email back. I was like, Oh, what did I do? I did a novel cast as well and I was I sent an email back. I was like, if there's ever a chance to like do a gig with you guys, like I'd love to play. And I um, just like really pushed it to Walter that I really wanted to play a novel event. And then, yeah, I played one and then I played two. And yeah, now I get to play gigs all around Melbourne, so. And in the state. Yeah, and in the <laughs> state. So that's kind of where it's, yeah, it was literally a, a bar gig in, in Aubrey. Yeah. And um, yeah, managed to weasel my way into to Melbourne. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? It's funny when you reflect and you kind of look at the, the journey. Like, can we just go back? We used to attend events. I actually don't know if I, I went to one. There was a stage there, we were playing and attending events where you weren't allowed to stand up. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's, that happened. Yeah, I actually, at that event, Novel had to like print off these like cards and it had like a, a person like dancing and it had like a red cross through it and it had like a person sitting and it had like a tick. I actually like stole one and I still have Do you it. still have it? Just to like, just to reflect on, on it. crazy. It's so, I want to like frame it now, like a pl- like my own place. I want to like frame it and just oh. like maybe put it next to my decks just to remember where we started. Yeah. But just how weird. It's so strange. <laughs> oh God. Anyway, let's, let's suppress that. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that anymore. But so you work full time like many other people. How do you manage balancing music life and uh, full time work? Like, how do you find time to do stuff? It's gotten like increasingly difficult, especially because I play later set times mm. as well. And it just, you know, if I'm playing three to five on a Saturday night just ruins my whole Sunday and then the next week I'm just at work exhausted but I try and kind of be a bit dodgy at work and I normally have like my earphones in just going through like SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube just in my ear all day so I normally do my digging at 9 to 5. Nice. And, <laughs> and, um, and then yeah I'll do some you know some practice before a gig um, but yeah it is getting more and more challenging, especially, you know, going interstate, like playing Lost Sundays, mm, you know, having to fly back pretty early and then, you know, go to the office late or, you know, work from home still. What time did you fly home? Uh, I think I flew home at 9am, yeah. so it wasn't too bad, but still it's just like, yeah, I was working remotely in the airport and then... Oh, really? Yeah, just because I was just, yeah, had shit to do at work, so I, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just have to have to do it. So wow, it's yeah. just it's a bit of a grind. Just find moment. a way. Yeah, yeah, you just do it, and it's yeah. um yeah. When you when you want to do both, you just you do both. You find a way. So but yeah, just being organised, I suppose, and yeah, you, you obviously lose sleep, or you might not socialise, or your work might slack. You obviously can't have it all, but um yeah yeah, just try and find as much time as I can to dig and yeah. That's pretty much how, how I do it. It's mm. pretty, pretty tough. And I know, like, so many other people do it. That's yeah, exactly. It's just what the you way have it to is. do. It's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, so kind of leads into the next question I've got. What do you feel is one of the hardest things about being an up-and-coming DJ or artist or producer? It's like the, the good and the bad. I feel like it depends on where you're at, but just having to, like, play all those gigs 
So I feel like that's the initial... how you... The, like, I think the initial ones are very exciting, but there is, like, a stage where... Like, after pitch, like, I had, like, gigs and full-time work, and I probably didn't want to play those gigs, but you just, like, have to do it. You can't... I find it hard to say no, so I feel like that can be a hard thing is just, like, having to play gigs late at night every weekend is just like it's 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 exciting at the start but it can get a bit tiring i think can also be tough like i don't know because it's kind of tough if you say no to some gigs yeah you know you might not get a a, yeah people might think you're a bit stuck stuck up or you're just like yeah you're not gonna look in or you know you're not putting your name out there like you're not yeah, because obviously know, you want to get your yeah, you want to get your name out there, there and play to different people and yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, any any exposure is good exposure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it is tough. It is. I, I, I like, think that's a good answer. Yeah, like finding that balance of um, playing gigs to like get your name out there, but also like not ruining yourself. I mean, if you're a young uni kid and you like have, you know, all this time, like I don't think it would you would bother you but I think where I'm at at the moment it's just like yeah that's exactly. the hardest thing that's the hardest thing for me right now being like up and coming 100%. is like yeah finding that balance um I don't know maybe for someone that's wanting to like break into the scene just then like getting gigs in the first place like going from like a bedroom DJ to being you know a club DJ um I think I could give some advice would just be, you know, message people and send your mixes out and um, don't be afraid to DM people and hit up people that work at clubs or promote and, yeah, try and get gigs if you're trying to make that transition. Mm. Yeah, try to make those connections. Yeah, just um, make connections. Like, I think that's... And that's what in-house radio did for me. Like, got to meet you. Like, I've met so many people through that. So if you're, like, wanting to kind of break out and, you know like go from bedroom DJ to club DJ I think it's just like make connections and put yourself out there yeah 100% and I think it's about also just you know looking back is is getting involved in the scene as you've done you know with in-house radio and um, you know, there's people who have started up events labels, you know, like the Palace Tracks Yeah, boys exactly. Or, um, you know, getting involved in the scene that way is also a, a really good way to do it. Um, you look at what uh, the guys down at 188 Nam are doing at the moment. Yeah. They're throwing so many events, which I is awesome. Believe, I swear to it's God, every, every weekend. There's, there's, there's like, like tw- two a week. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Shout out to them. Yeah. They threw a really fun uh, first birthday that we both played at the other day, um, which was fun at the Gasso. Um, but we'll move on. What's something that people out there don't know about you? Um, I've actually got one. That, really? Yeah, I've got one. Uh, my pop, I'm, an, I'm a scaredy cat. Like, I hate horror movies. hate the dark. Um, yeah. Hate, yeah, open water, like that type, like, you know, like, yeah, just that, you know, enough. emptiness. Yeah, I'm just a bit of a scaredy cat, I would say. Yeah, that's Would never true. watch a horror movie ever. Uh, I'm saying both. Why would I want to watch a movie? Why would I want to watch a movie that's going to put me on edge? Yeah. And make me uncomfortable? But it, like, freaks me out for months. Like, I'll be in my room, like, oh, what's that? Like, oh. just, like, I have to have, like, my mirrors shut, like, my bathroom door is shut. Like, there is... 
Yeah, abs- absolute scaredy cat. Nothing's getting in. Nothing's, <laughs> Nothing's getting, getting in. in. No. Nah. The thing that I was going to say was you used to work in airport security. Oh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> got to do what you got to do. <laughs> Can we, like, talk a little bit about that? How? Explain that. Um, Because when you told me that, I could it's not so, believe it. It's, it is a rare job, but... Um, <laughs> Paid really well. That's pretty much what I was working. I did an internship at a media company out of high school and it paid like $9 an hour, something like that. I think my salary was like $27,000 per year. It was something like, it was awful. And um, yeah, I left that place and um, a guy I knew uh, through soccer, he ran like a security company so he'd do like um crowd control and he had the contract for the airport so i got my security license and i walked down down to aubrey airport and i like screened bags and it paid so well oh that's amazing <laughs> so, that's, and so would you just do aubrey airport there wouldn't be heaps of no flights. so you like you'd wait you'd get there like 5 a.m and um you do like the first plane and then you'd like sit and watch Netflix for two hours. Wow. And then you'd screen the second plane and then you'd go home and, you know, have lunch, go to the gym. And then you'd come back and screen the last two planes. And that was your day. Like it was the easiest job ever. On Sundays you get paid like 50 bucks an hour. Perfect. You'd watch Netflix for half the day. Like it was, <laughs> it was a joke. So. Oh, that's awesome. What's, um, uh, what's the most uh, obscure slash have you found anything dangerous in someone's bag or no not really? nothing real no nothing dangerous there was nothing really weird i mean you find some weird like sex things in the bags <laughs> but like there was, that's funny there do was, you pull them out well no not unless they're like dangerous unless it looks <laughs> dangerous but you can kind of tell what they are like oh, I was gonna say, on like, the x-ray machine <laughs> But yeah, that nothing, is so funny. Yeah, nothing too scary, but they, it literally they'd just, have some good laughs. The airport security yeah. crew, like at the big airports and stuff. Yeah, like, 100%. Oh my god, did anyone see that <laughs> bag? Did you see anyone see that bag at eleven thirty? Yeah, did you see what it had in it. Literally. <laughs> oh, so it, it funded my trip to Europe. So that was my little stint in uh, airport security. It's probably a sliding doors moment because if you didn't go to Europe, you might not be DJing like yeah, you are today. So, so we can thank airport you, security. Thank you. all right let's get back to music uh i know it was some time ago but let's talk about cake yes you played on main stage at cake i was up behind you with your parents and (laughs) shirt off (laughs) i actually did (laughs) yeah i I remember stephanos was like oh you got your shirt off i was like shit i actually do (laughs) because it was so hot it was so hot i had it like my shirt wrapped around my waist i was like oh wow this is slightly embarrassing oh well um but how was that? Were you nervous beforehand? So nervous. <laughs> I had to go back and um, have a shower in my like room that I was staying at. And um, I think Larry was playing before I was. Yeah, and I was down like at the Bermuda stage. At the Bermuda stage. And I was just like loving it, but I was also like, just felt so sick in the yeah, stomach. Yeah, I was with you. And yeah. I had to leave and I um, like went and had a shower and like changed my clothes and then, um, like went like plugged in my USB and like um, remade another USB just in case my other two backup ones failed. Oh, <laughs> I was just like going through all like so you had three running, three running, just nice. like can never be too prepared. I was just so nervous. So I like went like plugged them in and made sure they were all correct and um, yeah went back out and then I don't know once I get up there 
it was all good. Like, yeah. As soon as you, you know, do your first transition, I actually cooked my first transition. I couldn't hear the, um, like, what was playing out of the, the queue because I had the, the V10 mixer and I hadn't, like, used it before. And it's just right. slightly different to the Nexus 2. And I was like, shit. And then I slowly got into it and then, um, yeah, the rest of the set was fine. But Yeah, it was great. You didn't look nervous. You looked to be loving it. But yeah. That's why I was asking because, um, uh, yeah, you definitely looked cool, calm and collective. I was, yeah, shitting myself beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> it, was a, it was a very fun day, though. It was great. It was... Um, it was sick. Hopefully, um, can see you up there. I'm sure he will. Yeah. See you up there um, I think again. It's like the ten year anniversary. Ten year, this year. anniversary. I'm pretty sure. Wow. So. How exciting. I think it might. Yeah, I think the lineup's going to be pretty crazy. So hopefully, I can fit in there somewhere. <laughs> I don't know if cool. I'll have a main stage set time again, but uh, hopefully, I can fit in there somewhere. For sure, and I, and you know with. The ability to tour internationals, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it'll be pretty stacked, which, yeah. which is exciting. But you've played, you know, before and after internationals before. Um, you played after Ben Clock in Sydney. <laughs> that went great. <laughs> <laughs> no, it did go well, but um, you're good friends with him, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, me and Ben Clock are best buddies. <laughs> tight, tight, yeah. Uh, anyway, we won't, we, we won't talk about that. Um, I want to talk about Hyper Hype. So you have been able to curate an events series. So what goes into that? Are you just picking the artists? Are you reaching out to them yourself? Like, how does that work? Yeah, so it's pretty much all like me with like the backing of Noel, which is like really awesome to have their support. Yeah, it's great. So yeah, I, um, yeah, get to pretty much curate a night that people can resonate that music with me and or associate that music with me. So I, yeah, I pretty much get to reach out to all the artists. Um, I get to choose the venues, um, can choose yeah the like the setup and everything. So they give me like full control, which is awesome. We've got another one locked in actually for August, wow. first weekend of August. So. At Colour? Uh, going to 524 Flinders. Oh, sweet. So, yeah, that's going to be a really good event. So, um, yeah, BYO, Lee's bags and um, <laughs> ice and, oh, um, and beers. So it's going to be a really fun night. So that's – you guys are going to be the first to hear about that. But the rollout's, yeah, going to happen in the next couple of weeks. Very exciting. So um, I've actually never been to that venue. Yeah, me neither, but I've seen lots of um, – <laughs> lots of events there and I've just kind of been itching to go and um, yeah the fact that I can do an event there and you know play and curate a night there is just going to be so much fun mm. so yeah keep the first weekend of August free I'll put it in my <laughs> and, diary um, yeah we'll see you at 524 so that's very exciting any teasers on the lineup? No, I won't do that. Not, too. not just yet. We're still, uh, I won't do that. We're still uh, deciding the lineup, but it'll be, it'll be fast. It'll be ravey. Cool. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of what it's about. Just exploring, you know, the heavier side of, you know, ravey techno, you know, breakbeat, all that fun stuff. So great. Should be much like lineup. Club Elevate. Yeah, exactly. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> maybe we can do a Club Elevate X hyper hype. Wow. <laughs> That would be fun. Uh, would you want it to be a show or would you want it to be an event? We can do we can do both. <laughs> a show would be good though. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, I suppose this is what this kind of is. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, but 
you're lucky because we are in the new studio and you're going to be the first to be part of a new segment, which is called Ricky's Quickies. Um. <laughs> it's self-explanatory what it's about okay. due to the name. Ricky's Quickies. It's going to be a sequence of questions, very short, but you're going to be put on the spot. You're going to have to answer them. Alrighty. And I don't want you to think too much about them. I just want you to go with your gut. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes. Are you sure? <laughs> Maybe. We'll start off nice and easy. Okay. We'll start off nice and easy. All right. Front left or front right? Front left. Front left. Favourite day of the week? Friday. Me too. Would you rather teleport or fly? Teleport. If you could teleport or fly anywhere in the world tomorrow, where would it be? Amsterdam. Nice. If you were to play a set anywhere in the world, where would it be? Deck Mantle in Amsterdam. Wow. Boiler Kill Room, Deck Mantle. Killing two birds with yep. one stone. Get me that. there. Favourite venue to play at in Nam? XE, for sure. Main room at XE. Main room at XE. Mm. Love that place. What's worse, power cutting out mid-set or getting heaps of song requests? Song requests. Because I've had power cut out <laughs> twice, actually. What was the second one? Um, oh, I had it once at... Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't remember the venue's name. Um, Rats. What's the old Rats venue? Uh, Brown Alley. Brown Alley. Oh. Jordy Foster stood on the power cord <laughs> when I was playing there for, like, social distance social uh, club. Yeah. And I was like... What's going on here? Terrifying. And then, um, but when the music comes back on, it's kind of like, whoa. Yeah. Like it, and when everyone realizes it's not you that made the mistake, it's like, okay. But people coming up to like do song requests, like, so annoying. <laughs> you can't even mix, I'm too busy talking. Yeah, I know. Dream artist to book for Hyper Hype. Ooh, um, Anitha. Nice, good call. She is my girl at the moment. Favourite back-to-back you've played with? <laughs> hmm. Have I even played any back-to-backs? <laughs> <laughs> we have! No, that would definitely be it. I always thought we did one at XE, but we never got to do that. That's when I was yeah, like... that's true. Oh, what? No, that definitely was... Bella doesn't remember playing back-to-back with me, everyone. We did a spontaneous... It was one of those questions that has the obvious answer. Sorry. It was a layup. I felt like I knew it, but I didn't. My brain went to XE and I was like, that never happened. So right. why are you, like, looking at me like that? Oh, <laughs> uh, I wish you could get a... Back-to-back -back with Ricky Nord at the third day is my final answer. Nice. Impromptu. Locked in. Skepta. Ask with... <laughs> Bam. Oh, goodness me. No, that was fun. That was great. That was actually really good. Um, an artist didn't rock up, um, and so Bella had to drive home and grab her USBs, and we played an impromptu back-to-back, -back and it was heaps It actually fun. was really good. It was sick. Yeah, it was actually sick. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad I didn't remember that off the top of my head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I've really been hanging my hat on it. I'm like, oh... It's one of my favourite moments. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't even remember it. No! <laughs> it was mine too. It just, I did forget about it. It's all right. It's all right. I'll just go home and cry. <laughs> Sleepless nights. I feel so bad yeah, right now. I haven't been friends with her. <laughs> Does she even enjoy coming on the show? Shit. <laughs> anyway. Uh, 
that's it for Ricky's Quickies. Uh, how did you go? I think it was extended quickies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> but I liked it. I really liked it. I think well, you should keep this segment. It was really good. Yeah, uh, they are extended quickies. It's kind of their uh, conversation stimulating quickies. I like them. Um, Get to know a little bit more about Yeah, yeah. It's at. good. It's good. Um, but... It's mixed time now because we've got to get into the music because keep in mind, it is a Friday afternoon. What are we going to play? What are you vibing? I'm thinking we go turbo. All right. <laughs> keen. <laughs> I've been playing some um, lighter sets like at Lost Sundays, so I'm keen to rip in and play some, some dark stuff. Mm, on the Zone 92? On the Zone 92. Your favourite? My, actually, is my favourite. It is wasn't. Yeah. It? You've, you've turned the corner. I've done a 180. Beautiful. Love it now. Oh, that's Preferred. great. I walked in, I saw it, I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was... Uh, um, I, I like. I really like I them. I love them. At Glam, I got... I think the first time you played them, I was like, stuff this. And I think, like, the fader knobs weren't on it. So I thought it was, like, pushed fully up. And it just was really quiet. And then I would realise oh. that's why it was really quiet. Because I had... Anyway. <laughs> I love the zones now. Okay, beautiful. That's great. Would you buy one? Yes, I'm in the I'm in the market for one, but they are like three thousand dollars. Mm, they are pricey. So I think I like the anyone's 96s. got a cheap zone. Ninety sixes. If, yeah. if, if anyone's got a zone, um, slide into Bella's DMs. Yeah, I might take it off your hands. Yeah. Bella, it's been so nice having you on the show. It's been a long time coming. Always a pleasure. You were just you. waiting out until we could do it in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. That was yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, no, I don't want to do it in a fucking Zoom. Direct quote. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But it's been so nice having sitting down and having a chat to you. Mm. Uh, I'm glad we were able to keep it together. I know. Yeah. I mean, we... Towards the towards the uh, start of this, Bella and I both had the giggles and just couldn't stop laughing. So glad we glad we have this warm up routine that actors do. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. But thank you so much for coming on Club Elevate. It was an absolute pleasure speaking to you. Thanks for having me, Ricky. Always a pleasure. That was Bella Claxton. So much fun sitting down with her in the new studio. Big thank you to Cindy from Area 3000 for letting us use the space. Area 3000 have also released some new merch. Go and check it out. You can find a link to it in the bio of Area 3000 on Instagram. Go on their website. There's some really cool jumpers. Go check out Cindy's Instagram, Cindy Sparkles. You can see her modeling the jumpers and they look amazing. You're gonna hear a mix of myself and Bella now. Turn this one up because it's pumping. We recorded this in the studio, was heaps of fun. You're gonna hear tracks from Amazing Blaze, friend of the show, Tread, his remix of Hardcore Soul by Lawrence Lee. Uh, You're going to hear Like We Used To by Frank, which was the track of the month submitted by Bella Claxton herself. You're going to hear one from Hex Editor. It's a uh, trance mix of a track called Utina. Really, really cool one. Thank you again for listening to Club Elevate on your Friday afternoon, or if you're listening back to the show, can't thank you and the support enough. Many exciting things on the horizon. Stay tuned for that. You're listening to Club Elevate on Area 3000 Radio.
that was Bella Claxton and myself playing together for your Friday afternoon. Always good fun playing with Bella. Her energy behind the decks is unmatched. Fair to say she was out dancing me for sure. In between recording that interview and the mix with Bella, Club Elevate has been able to create its own Instagram. So go and give it a follow. Give it some love. There's going to be a bit of news out of there. You want to keep up to date with what's going on because some exciting things are on the horizon. But I'm going to leave you. I'm going to shut up now. Enjoy the rest of your Friday if you're listening live or whatever day of the week it is, wherever you are in the world. Once again, thank you for joining me on Club Elevate here on Area 3000 Radio.